Welcome to the Brand Sisters. I'm Alexis. And I'm Claire. And we're the owners and sisters behind Animella Brand Agency, where we take brands from unseen to unforgettable through brand and web design. Our podcast provides actionable steps to build stronger brands and successful businesses. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to talk all about competition, or more specifically, how to perform a simple but highly effective competitive analysis. This is something that Claire and I do in all of our brands. Included in all of our brand strategy is doing a competitive analysis so we can really understand how to position the brands that we're building. But I think that some of these tools are so important for anybody and everybody to use when building your brand. So I wanted to go over some of those today. I think that the word competition can carry a negative connotation. My guess is for some people, competition is exciting and it's something that drives us and makes us motivated. And for other people, it makes us want to shut down. So there's nothing wrong with competition. Competition, competitors, people in the same field are just natural. And the more that we look around in a way to help us drive our services and products in a better way is something that's incredibly positive for not just our business, but I think business culture in general. So a competitive analysis really involves identifying our competitors and using research, actual research, to show their strengths and weaknesses and then help us refine our own. So we're not just looking around and vaguely thinking about what they're doing and what that means for us. We're really doing specific things. And today I'm going to talk about what those specific things are. But before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit more about how these kind of analyses help us. So it really helps us compare what we're offering compared to other businesses. It also helps us see if there's any gaps in the market that we can fill. And it also helps us see what we can improve with our product or service suite. And one of my favorite ways is it really helps us build our own brand voice. Taking all these things into account helps us make better decisions in our businesses on our own. And I think there's a temptation to ignore competition and to move forward with blinders on. This is something that we hear a lot. I wouldn't say a lot. We hear from our clients sometimes the statement, I don't have any competition. And I kind of chuckle a little bit when Claire and I hear that because everybody has competition. It doesn't matter if you are so niche that you have a specific product that only you use, or maybe you are in a such a specific place in the industry working with one type of people in a very specialized way. Now, those those can be very specific niches, but the thing with that is there's always somewhere else that your customer may be going. And so it's very important to not think that you don't have any competition because you're so specialized. Everybody has it to some degree. So it's really best to dive deep into this competitive analysis to create our strong position and develop growth strategies. So let's talk about how to perform a competitive analysis, and then we're going to talk about what you can do with the information and then what you can do for yourself and your business to grow from those from that information. All right, so step one of doing a competitive analysis is determine who your competitors are. 
we want you to look at um, two different types of competition. A lot of people in the industry talk about direct and indirect competition, but um, I'm going to offer a little bit of a different suggestion. The first one, yes, is your direct competitors. These are people that are selling the same product or they have similar services and they're targeting a similar audience. So we want to make sure that you guys are looking within um within your direct competitors. And also think too, depending on your industry, is it important to think local or does anything, does local not have to do with your industry and you can look more broad? So think about that. The second type of competitor that we like to look at are next level competitors. So these are competitors that are doing things similar to what you do or the same thing that you're doing, but you would consider them next level. So they're on a different level. They've mastered things that maybe you have not yet They're performing in a much more optimal way. And when you're really doing a competitive analysis where you're looking at competitors that are on the next level, this is where it can really help drive and inspire you specifically for the questions that I'm going to ask you to look through. So step one, determine your competitors. Step two, you really want to look through their offerings. Here's some questions that you can ask yourself. What do they offer? Do they have a service suite? How do they describe their services on their website? Who's their audience? What is their pricing? And you're going to want to look through these things in a few different ways. I mean, obviously, the websites for all of these things is where you're really going to want to look specifically. Think about how they describe what they do. Think about the tone that they're using to do those things. So anything related to their offering, service or products, how do they describe those things? What are they targeting? who are, I'm sorry, who are they targeting and what is their pricing? Super important to look through all of those things. Okay. The third thing, the third step that you're going to do is a market analysis. How are they marketing their products or services? Do they use social media? And if they're using social media, what keywords or hashtags are they using? Specifically again to social media, how much are they posting? What type of content are they posting? What is their engagement like? What do their action items tell people to do? So what are they instructing people to do? To click a link, to opt into their email list, specifically, what are they doing? What is their audience like? Are they an engaged audience? Um, Have you signed up for any of them so you could kind of see what they're doing and what they're offering? Additionally, how do they share their expertise and educate their audience? Most brands or businesses are going to give some content away, right? You're going to show your expertise. You want to get people engaged in what you're doing before they buy from you. So how are they sharing? Do they have a blog? Do they have a YouTube channel? Do they have different um, courses or free workshops? Do they have a podcast? What are some of the ways that they are hooking into their audience and educating and sharing their expertise? So really taking time to analyze how they're marketing. So those are some general questions regarding like social media, uh, lead opt-ins, education tools, but think about anything else that might be relevant for your industry and your business as well. The fourth thing that's really important to look at is their visual and brand strategy. And this is something that you want to look at on their social media channels, wherever they're showing up, and their website. The reason why this is incredibly important to look at is to see how much your competitors are investing in staying modern and relevant. So, for example, do they have a modern and relevant brand identity? 
Does it appeal to their target audience? Remember, it's probably your same target audience. So would it appeal to them? Does their branding, their visual, their copy, their messaging, does it show that they've invested in themselves? Is it original? Do they use stock photos or do they use custom photos? And then if you look through that a little bit more thoroughly, specifically on the website, but it should mirror in their social channels as well, what keywords and phrases are they using? Are there specific labels that they're using? Um, Taglines? Um, small phrases that would stick out in the industry to the ideal audience that you guys have. So really looking at the whole strategy to see what they're doing to stay relevant and updated. Okay, those are the four things that you can start doing to do a competitive analysis. And now we're going to talk about what you do with that information. Thinking about all of that information can be a lot. But again, these are really specific and tangible things. Instead of just looking around, these are some questions you can ask yourselves that are really specific. So what do you do with all that information? Let's kind of talk about a general overview. After you've synthesized that, here's a few questions that you can ask yourself. Number one, What are they doing well? What advantages do they have over your brand? And then on the flip side, what are they not doing as well? Or what could they be doing better or improve upon? This is such an important strategy because this is where it really helps you not only analyze someone else's business, but that help, this helps you analyze your own business. When you start looking at the strengths and weaknesses, it helps you look at your own in a way to improve your items specifically. The second thing you can ask yourself is what are their key differentiators and unique values and positioning? So if you were to look at their brand and their business from an outside point of view, what are the things that make them unique? Now, because what we do is build brands, I think it's incredibly important here to remember that we're not just talking about a unique service that they offer or a unique product that they have or a unique system that they use. We're looking for brand differentiators. So we're looking for things about maybe their values or their message or their story or the way in which they share or their brand voice that set them apart. And that's so important when building your brand. And that's going to come into play in a moment. But to really look for those things, what are they doing that they've done in a unique way? So really think about those things. And then finally, number three, so important to analyze the gaps. Are there anything that you could see could be improved in the market or the industry that you would potentially be able to fill? So this is a place for you to look at anything after you've analyzed your competitors. Is there a space that you can fill in a unique way that would bring awareness to your brand in a different manner. All right. So you kind of synthesized your competitive analysis. Now here's some things that you can do specifically. Number one, and my favorite way, is use it to develop your brand voice. When we work with all of our clients, we have a category all for developing brand voice after we build their brand and do a competitive analysis. Now what this looks like is... um, I'm going to simplify it here. Developing your brand voice is about figuring out the way in which you want to speak 
share about your products or service in a way that is unique to you. So what you can do is think of a list of words and phrases that you do want to include when talking about your products or services and including that in your brand. So this could be things that are you uh, beyond, and I'm, I'm going to be specific. It's beyond industry jargon. This is a personality driven, right? This is like the tone of your brand. So think about the different ways that you want to market your products or services. On the flip side, think about the things that you do not want to use. After you've done that analysis, what are some of the things that you saw that are so not you? What are some of the words or phrases that you used that are do not ring true to who you are. So I'm going to use this example. I use this example all the time. Claire and I are obviously a female-led business. We work with um, we work with females too. We're sisters. We're from five sisters and one brother. But we are so disinterested in using anything that has to do with like boss babe or femme power or any any words like that don't ring true at all to who Claire and I are even though that might be like a natural way to speak about our products or our services and a lot of other people in our industry do use those kind of words it just doesn't ring true to us so it's really important for you to develop your brand voice after you've seen and researched what are some of the words, phrases, adjectives, descriptors that you want to use? And what are some of the things that you want to make sure are never included in your brand because they don't ring true to your brand voice? The second thing that you can do is work to develop your unique value, your unique va- brand positioning, or your UVP, unique value proposition. So after analyzing, what are some of the things that you want to make sure that included in your unique value to set you apart? Again, we already talked about this. This doesn't have to be a special system you use, a special method. This is also about personality-driven content. Now, depending on your brand, personality may be a little part of your brand or a lot. So you obviously have to stick with who you are as a brand, but what are some of the things that you can include that set you apart from your competition that are uniquely you? And then the final thing, which is really the... um, crux of why we're doing this is to audit your offerings, pricing, and marketing. What are some of the things that you could improve upon with your offerings or your products or your services? Does your pricing, is it competitive? Is it up there with your competitors and reaching that next level, depending on what you're offering? How are you marketing? What are some of the ways that you can improve? What are some of the ways that you can get connected with your audience on a deeper level? What are some of the ways that you can educate better? Really analyzing and auditing for all of those things and then analyzing your visual strategy as well. Do you notice that you need to step it up with your photos instead of using stock photos, using custom ones? Do you notice that you need to have a better sales sequence? Do you notice that you really, to stay relevant, need to be connecting with your audience through a podcast, a blog, a YouTube channel, any of those ways? So it's really about performing that analysis so you can do an audit of what you're doing to have tangible, applicable changes for to what you're offering your audience. So I hope that some of these questions have helped you perform your analysis. I'm a huge spreadsheet and um, graphics kind of person. So I would dump this into a 
spreadsheet of some sort and really make sure they're analyzing these type of things consistently. So I hope that this has given you some tangible steps that you can do to perform a competitive analysis for your brand and always seek on improving your brand strategy and your business. You can go to our website to actually download our free brand framework masterclass where we walk you through the foundations of successful branding and you can subscribe to our podcast so you get alerts of our new weekly episodes. Thanks for listening to the Brand Sisters where we help you take your brand from unseen to unforgettable.